0: Hi, this is Jundo. Welcome to Tree Leaf. You know, something my mother told me many years ago is, don't talk religion or politics with folks. They take it too personally. You can try to be reasonable. You can try to couch what you're saying in every kind of soft term. But once you get down to the criticism, people take it personally. And I've run into that more than a few times. You see, I'm a critic, a strong critic many aspects of Buddhism. But I always try to say it's just my limited perspective. I'm not the final word on these things. Everyone is entitled to their own beliefs. Nobody has a corner on absolute truth in this universe. Well, except maybe the Buddha. But I do have views and some strong views that things are very wrong from time to time, with Parts of this Buddhist world, things go off the tracks. There are things we can do better, but that doesn't mean that everything about Buddhism is bad. That doesn't mean that everything about what is being criticized is bad. Reminds me a bit during the the Bush years, I think, in the states. I don't know. People had different political views, but if you tried to talk with someone on the other side sometimes, the conversation could get lost. Any criticism of George Bush, you're attacking our country, you're attacking the president. Or from the other way, what, you like George Bush, you're a fascist. It was all silly. The truth is that there were some very real criticisms to be made. and. They needed to be made in very strong terms. But that didn't mean that everything was bad. George Bush, I'm sure, was a very nice guy. Would have loved to have had a beer with him. I just didn't want him to be president. That kind of thing. Well, it's the same in the Buddhist world. Sometimes I say that, from my limited perspective, from my view, there's a lot of bull and baloney in traditional Buddhism. A lot of superstition, hocus-pocus. You know why? Because from my limited view, there is! There's a lot of stuff in Buddhism that perhaps, well, needs to be addressed very clearly and directly. One example I love to give is the fact that we we now know that the whole line of traditional ancestors, going back to the Buddha, the, the Buddhist lineage, running through the sixth ancestor in Bodhidharma, a lot of it is poppycock, in the sense that it was made up. It was made up by writers trying to make a story. Now that doesn't take away from the beauty of it all. That doesn't mean that even a myth, a fable, can't be very, very beautiful and relevant for us. It just means that we have to look it squarely in the eye and deal with the fact that maybe Hui Nung, the sixth ancestor in Bodhidharma, didn't exist any more than Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Of course, Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny are still beautiful things. but That doesn't mean that we have to pretend that they're real. There are other aspects of Buddhist practice that deserve criticism. There's a lot of violence in Buddhism, abuse. Not everywhere. Not from everyone. But there are some real power trips that we've seen manifest from time to time in aspects of Buddhism and we have to ask ourselves why? Why do we have so many reported cases of people saying that they're having an experience with certain Buddhist groups that's cult-like, where they're coming out sometimes very damaged, more than they went in, because of the power trips, the, the inner politics and and uh, other uh, strange relationships that you see in these groups, like you see in in a cult. Why? Does it apply to all Buddhist groups? No! I'll take one uh, example. Let's say uh, I criticize Edo Roshi. Edo Roshi, as you may know, was involved in years and years of scandals, uh, sexual abuse scandals at his Sangha that started to come out years ago but really only became a hot topic in the past few years through the work of people like Kobutz, Malone and others, Edkin Rushi. Now if I criticize Rushi and call him basically uh, uh, someone who is, uh, well, I want to say, a bad person. <laughs> I don't but we in Buddhism don't believe in bad people. We believe that any person does bad things. But this was bad. If I criticize Edo Roshi and someone believes in Roshi, the Edo Roshi, that doesn't mean I'm criticizing that person's belief or right to believe. If I criticize the kind of politics and structure in a group like that that contributed to the culture of abuse. That doesn't mean I'm criticizing the person who is a member of that group and I'm not criticizing certainly everything about that group. Well, it's the same for anything that has to be criticized in the Buddhist world. It is just a perspective and it is not uh, meaning that everything is bad. I cannot underline that enough. But I think some things have to be said in very strong terms. There are problems, for example, with the monastic structure. I have spoke about that before. The way it is structured in Asia and the way we are bringing it to the West now raises some real questions, at least for me. First off, let me say again something I cannot say enough. Monasteries, traditional monasteries, may be right for some people. I just, my personal opinion, do not believe they are right for all people. Some monasteries may be beautiful and functioning and balanced, just like some families. Some families may be, what's the word, dysfunctional. So may some monastery environments. Here in the West, we are seeing some monastic groups from time to time go right off the rails we need to face this what is wrong there what can we learn what can we avoid we can't pretend it's all roses and peaches and sunshine all the time friends there are some real issues to address and i am going to continue to address them in the strongest terms let me say this i believe some things that are very controversial in the Buddhist world. You may not think they're controversial, but people get their hackles up. For example, the basic division between lay teachers and ordained teachers should be done away with in the West, really maybe everywhere, at least for some people, and we should just have teachers. If some other Buddhist group wants to keep the division between lay teacher and ordained teacher, good. I want to do away with it. I want to do away with the monastic structure for my students and say that you can train and, and get the fruits of this practice anywhere. I want to say, from my perspective, the way I teach, there is hocus-pocus and magic and bunkum and a bunch of fairy tales in Buddhism. You don't have to believe that. As I often say, one man's bull is another man's treasure. One man's fairy tale is another man's secret story. But as long as I'm around, I'm going to say that, from my limited perspective, and your opinion is entitled to differ, this is magic hocus-pocus bunkum. And that has nothing to do with your right to believe in it. But like my mother said about politics and religion, be very careful, be very careful to be the critic. Because if you say a sentence like, It's only my opinion and it has many beautiful things and I'm not meaning to say that I'm the last word, but in some cases, this has real problems and we need to change it. Sometimes people will only hear the part of the sentence that goes this has real problems and needs to be changed and all the rest goes right out the window. Sometimes we need to listen to our mothers. Shall we sit with that? By the way, a lot of the stuff behind me, the Buddhas and things, I'm thinking about changing that too, you know? I'm always thinking about where we're gonna go. One thing I need to change right now is I don't have the bell, so we're just gonna sit.